What if you could go back in time and change the past? Would it destroy the future? Tomorrow, Timeless premieres. This guy went back in time trying to rewrite history. It could change the present in ways we can't predict. Critics are calling Timeless thrilling, eye-popping, full of action and adventure. Who are you? We're actually... This is Dr. Dre. I'm Nurse Jackie. We're from General Hospital. Timeless. Season premiere after The Voice. Tomorrow on NBC. Hey guys, while Dutch and Ephraim sift through the signals of the Strigoi and maybe their own subtle sexual chemistry, the weirdly emotional Feraldo sends Fenton Captain Rogers, no, not that Captain Rogers, deep behind enemy lines. Meanwhile, Gus and Angel stage a chain gang coup for a new love interest, ending up with a surprising reunion. Also, don't forget Zack successfully gets the most unbelievably awkward pet for a growing teenage boy. Icarus ends his longtime relationship with his left hand. All this tonight on The Strain After Show for Season 3, Episode 6, The Battle of Central Park. Let's Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. Back to the theme song. Back to the theme song. Welcome to the After Show for the Strain, Season 3, Episode 6, entitled The Battle for Central Park. I can go with it. This episode, you know, I won't say that it was as good as the previous three, but it's no. definitely still, still, it's still... It's still okay. I it's, thought it was pretty still, good. Yeah, I it's still it. good enough. Barring the really awkward storyline with Zach, it was a good episode. <laughs> which I which I thought was okay. And it, it, there no, was some it was weird so parts to it that I thought that they could get into. Yeah, it's like a, it's a manipulation of Zach... Yeah, but it yeah. just is super weird. Yeah, it's super it's weird. Just super I just weird. thought it was wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> just the girl, she's a dog, basically. She's his pet dog. I didn't like that. It's like one step forward for the storyline and two steps backward for feminism. Yeah, Donald, <laughs> it's like, Donald Jesus. Trump would love it. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Joining me to break down the episode tonight, I have Michael Young. Hey, what's up, guys? That's right. You can find me on Twitter at O N E Y O U N G S T A. And, of course, the amazing Stacey Newsom. Hey, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Stacey Newsom, S T A C E Y N E W S O M. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S T P H E N L E M I U X, because we're spelling things tonight. Uh, (laughs) So let's do it. First thoughts. First thoughts on the episode, Uh, Michael. Uh, I was pleased with it. Uh, everything, uh, barring the command center scenes, I was kind of into. I, I enjoyed it. It was, like you said, it wasn't as strong as the last three, mm-hmm. but I still think it was a, a decent entry. Um, I think we're getting much better um, than the first two episodes that we have. So, you know, I'm still, I'd probably say the last three episodes were stronger and this one was solid enough. I felt like it was another case of them make, taking three steps forward and five steps backwards. You really? Know? I hmm. did, because it's like, okay, they, they they achieve their goal of bombing the nest, but then what happens? It's like you have more Strigoi on the outside now, that, now than you do on the inside. So it's like, what do they do now? They're, the perimeter's breached by these Strigoi all over Central Park, so it's like now the Strigoi have like taken over. So I think that's... That's a good point. The Stragoi have now taken over, which I True. think is where the story needed to go. We've, we haven't yet gone in this show super, super dark. Yeah. I mean, we've got dark. I mean, we've seen some messed up stuff, but things haven't really gotten hopeless yet. Yeah. Like, there's still, like, during the daytime, it's still, there's still that hope. I feel like today's the start of everything is going a mile a minute downhill. Like, yeah. Central Park was 
the final push to take New York. Mm -hmm. And in the scenes from the next episode, we see a Strigoi in daylight wearing like sunglasses and a hoodie. And I think we're going to start seeing attacks during the day. And it's going to be less and less safe during the day there. I think, yeah, I'll agree. I think we need that. We need a very dire sense of urgency that I don't think we've seen just yet, especially not in season two. But now I think we could use that, at least for the rest of this season. And of course, since the final season is next season. So we definitely need to go to a place where people don't know what to do. Um, Obviously, if you haven't heard the news, they released that next season will be the oh, last yeah. season of The Strain. Thought you guys knew, sorry. Uh, they said it will be, they, <laughs> Spoiler they alert. renewed it, but they also said it would end it. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing. I don't mm-hmm. think, it's a three book story. You mm-hmm. don't need five, six, seven seasons yeah, to get that across. you need seasons to do that. And having, having a deadline for the end of this story might actually help the writers a lot. Because yeah. if you're going into a season four not knowing if it's going to end or not, you're going to make some choices that might not be as timely and as good. Mm-hmm. So I think really putting that fire under them is going to be great. Um, I want to talk about the elephant in the room real quick. <laughs> the elephant that wasn't in Central Park. I haven't seen a single black Strigoi. Yes, I brought yeah. that up. I was like, where are the black people? Where's the black Strigoi? <laughs> and I was, uh, like I said, the only, the last... Uh, the black guy that I remember was the guy that worked for Eldridge. Yeah. Uh, but him and his brother left New York in, like, season one. I guess all the black so, people left New York. Yeah, that's the only thing I <laughs> like, think. I no guess they just got out of there. New York. <laughs> the black people were like, we are out. They're like, all right, look, that's all we needed to know. Like, the first news report, and they're right. like, we're out. Vampires? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. They're like, you know what? Y'all are crazy. We out. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't stick around for your bank holiday. <laughs> you got to wonder, though, because, I mean, you look at New York and you're like, all this stuff's going down. There's so many people who are just acting, go- like, throughout season one and two, everyone's just going about their day normally. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, somebody's getting eaten in the in the alleyway across yeah. the street. I yeah. mean, even, even in um, the web series Under Siege, uh, the female character, uh, the woman that gets in the chain gang in this episode, um, uh, Tracy Perez's character, I, don't, I can't remember her name, but in the web series, they pick her up for looting. And I'm like, <laughs> are you guys still really arresting looters? Like, I don't know if you know, but... It's a larger issue going on in New York. Yeah. <laughs> so they clearly just need bodies. They need bodies, so they're picking up well, people yeah. for anything. And he was like, "You're looting, and you're you're doing you're uh, messing up our efforts to clean up New York." I'm like, "Really? No, <laughs> I, the the Stragoy are messing up your was that Rudy your Giuliani? <laughs> yeah. Was that Giuliani? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's you're right. People were kind of like going about their business, kind of just like, "Oh, I still have to go to work tomorrow." It's like. I don't know if you know, but it's kind of the post-apocalypse. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's like, yeah, Peter, um, I'm going to need you to work on Saturday. I know there's they're killing people out there, but, you know, there's a big project, dude. You know, project. Sunday probably, too. Gonna gonna need to see you here, Ephraim, down at the CDC. Oh, man. You know, you got your face on TV. Uh, shout out to Renji, Adam Fink in the chat, and Brian oh, yeah. Falk. Thanks for joining us live. Again, guys, if you watch on YouTube Live, you can hit that thumbs up button for the video. It helps us keep us searchable. Also, uh, rate and comment on iTunes. We didn't get a comment, but got a new rating of five stars. Ooh. Thank you to whoever yeah. that was. Uh, be sure to leave a comment next time, and we'll give you a shout out. And then, uh, yeah, we've been replying to the comments on the YouTubes as well. So 
some some good stuff in there. Uh, Adam Fink says, I think Herr Icar should put a chainsaw on that stump, a la Ash from Evil Dead. Mm. Uh, I think that'd be pretty interesting, but only if it's a silver-tipped chainsaw. Ooh. Rip my folks mm. to shreds. <laughs> All right, so what should we talk about first? Let's just get Zach out of the way. Like, what <laughs> the hell, guys? Let's just get Zach out of the way. Jesus. And it's like, I know usually I open up the Zach storyline with, like, douchebag dumb dick Zach or whatever. <laughs> I'm not even going to open up with that because at least they're trying to do something interesting with his character. Yeah. But, man, this is weird. One thing I do like is that Zach I think has reached his his crazy limit because he wrote that letter to his father. So or in very whoever, good penmanship, he was, was kind of like, "Help me! It's I've reached my level of crazy. I can't do it anymore. It was okay, but now I'm literally living with a stragoy. It's I've reached my level. So here's my dad's name. Help me. I hate this kid so much. <laughs> Let me just preface this with I hate this kid so much. Here's my Zach rant, right? So he's trapped in a room. They won't let him get fresh air. They don't let him get clocks. He's already Mm -hmm. asking for that stuff. And then they decide, hey, we'll give you an extra pet. Have this teenage girl who used to be a blind girl, but now she's not. It's cool. She's just kind of a little bit hairy. She doesn't smell all right, but it's fine. She'll come when you call her. She'll get up on the bed with you. Don't do anything naughty. But you can throw the tennis ball. She will play catch with you. It'd be amazing. So they give her this pet. Who will do anything he asks. Anything he asks. I was like, they kept emphasizing that she'll do anything. I was like, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. It's like, (laughs) Kelly's Kelly's trying to be that cool mom that like hires a prostitute or something. (laughs) It's like just, it's just really creepy. But his mom's like, it's like, um, yeah, you know, she'll kill people for you. Like, she'll do this. Like, I'm sorry that you had, I'm sorry that you had to see me kill somebody. It's like, you think he'd be used to this by now. Yeah. It's like, okay, you are a Strigoi. He knows that you are a Strigoi, Kelly. Why is he not okay with other Strigoi when he's okay with you walking around and stuff? Just because of well, a little makeup? she is his mom. And yeah. she, she still looks normal. Well, normal-ish. She looks yeah. normal-ish, but it's still just kind of that thing where it's like, okay, either he's all in or he's not all in. And yeah. I can't tell right now because every time that I feel like, okay, maybe he's ready to like try to escape because he realizes everyone's around him is crazy, he decides to play fetch with the damn Stragoi. And I'm like, okay, so obviously he's just kind of coming around and he's okay with this. So I just need to know, is he going to be Stockholm Syndrome Zach where he's like <laughs> okay with Stragoi and like they're manipulating him into being okay being around Stragoi? And then we can see the cool scenes where he's being Damon Child watching through the streets alongside Strigoi and people try to take his stuff or something and he has the Strigoi kill humans to protect himself. Yeah. We're going to see that or we're going to just see Zach. Which could be cool. Which could be cool. But you can't have half measures with this character because yeah. the other thing is he's going to go out there with the Strigoi with this little whatever he wants to name it and he's going to try to run away and it's going to be like this lame thing where they catch him again and it's just going to be like the same old same old. I think they're doing the half measures because they plan to I guess redeem his character later. Because he is the reason that Nora died, and he has been pretty on par with, or, I mean, on, you know, on board with everything they've been doing, 
As far I mean, he watched his mom kill a kid, and he still kind of came around on he that. He killed Steve from Blue's Clues. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I'm what guessing, else is he gonna do though? Is he just gonna like? Wow. Which is which is why I'm what thinking, else can he do? He has which, no like recourse at this point. <laughs> yeah, which is why I think that he got so on board so quick with the pet is because he's like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. I can just throw it a tennis ball. Help me, Dad. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. And then like, I and then like, like sneaks out. He should have been like. You know what? This is great. I like I like the pet. How about a real teenage girl? Just just throwing that out there. It doesn't even need to be a pet. Just, just a normal one. Just let me have a friend. Or how about a dog? How about that? Yeah, right. How I about a dog? A strigoi dog. Uh, so meanwhile, he, you're dealing with you're dealing with this stuff, and then he's like, they're like, we're leaving. You have three minutes. Grab what you want. And he's got this damn Maze Runner book. And at this point, he decides to try to write a message to his dad when he has three minutes. And he writes, this, please, this is Zach Goodweather. Contact my dad, Dr. F from Goodweather. I am safe and... Um, uh, alive and safe. Alive safe and, and safe. Alive. In very good penmanship, I might point Amazing out again. Okay, yeah. so, so here's why I'm just like, all right, is he all in or is he all out with the Stragoy? Because mm-hmm. he could have very easily written something like, hey, we're leaving right now. I'm sorry you couldn't find me. Uh, I'll try to leave breadcrumbs or something. I'll try to do something yeah. so you know where I am. Mm-hmm. He could have given any useful information. Mom is this. I cursed is this. Yeah. Something's going on. Yeah, he ups- he overheard he their said conversation more. about the master. Hey, yeah. they're upset because the master's gone. They don't know what's going on with right. the master right now. Some pertinent information. Hey, Dad, I'm safe and sound. I'm just chilling with... Uncle I curse and, and Mama. <laughs> Uncle I curse. I got my little. I got a nice little pet. You know, she's a little girl. Used to be blind. Isn't that cute? Now she can see again. So they're good people. Like, it's just a little bit like. Okay, I really just. I'm sick of chaotic neutral Zach. Just give yeah. me a side. Give me a side for Zach so I can get behind him. If he's a bad guy, let me get behind Zach as a bad guy. But if he's a good guy, he's making really dumb decisions, and I can't get behind that. Yeah, because it's a good point. Even if he is going down the road that I think he's going down, he could have gave them a little more information, like, I'm with Icorst and Mom, or, you know, but I it, think we're going here, or, you know, they leave me alone for, say, five hours a day, or, you know, some some kind of information besides I'm alive and safe. Mm-hmm. And you're not really safe. You're just alive. But he's... Well, I guess he was basically saying, I'm not a Stragoi. I'm yeah, still yeah. human. yeah. Well, let's just say, if you ever have a chance to play fetch with a blind girl, it's <laughs> a very weird, it's a very weird, uh, yeah. And it's I a do very think they, weird storyline. I do think they could have dressed her up a little bit, like, you know, <laughs> gave her, like, a wig and, you know, like, some makeup. Kind of like, you know, what, like, I-Course does. Like, hook her up a little bit, you know, give then her some glamour shots. that would have been really shots. weird. That would have been <laughs> like, super I feel like weird. at that point, they would have been, then people would be really upset with the show. They're like, you're having a little girl do this? <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that that I, I retract my previous statement. Maybe that would have been weird. That would have been really weird, I will especially just, with the she can do anything you want. And we're like, uh, we are going commercial. to give you mild, subtle sexualism in these sentences. We're very subtly writing it in, but it's very on your nose at all the same time. I'm I cost. I have never gotten love from anyone except for when I tied Dutch up and gave her pineapple in my room. Or well, that girl that he ended up having to tell on like way back in the day. But I mean, that's super over. Yeah, right. but even then, like, yeah. he didn't end up with her. Yeah, you're right, you're right. They never did. Of course, it's like, cross I have a pen, I have pineapple, 
Oh, here's a girl for your pet. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, okay, so I'll admit that they're throwing us for a loop on some of these things. They're throwing us things yeah. out of nowhere that we weren't expecting, which I like. Uh, albeit weird, I was not expecting Zach to get a pet feeler. <laughs> not at all. No. So that that sounds cool nasty the way you just said it. A pet feeler. That's what it is. It's a pet feeler. It's like having a little tarantula. <laughs> Okay, so moving on. Also, the feeler's eyes look like uh, Mads Mikkelsen in the Doctor Strange trailer. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> like, very good they point. They look so much similar. Uh, maybe they can bend time. That's how they move so fast. Okay, let's move on to Gus, uh, Maria, and Angel. So oh, this storyline was definitely out of left field for where we thought it was going. Yes. Uh, I was not expecting that at all. They go in there. We were introduced to Maria, who's uh, looting bodies, kind of a new love interest for Gus, mm-hmm. uh, because God knows we don't want his mom staying his love interest. Um, <laughs> so they go in there. They have their sticks. They get through it. Gus and Angel just know how to kill things. They're, yeah, they're, they're just good. They're good. At it. They got it on lock. And then Mullet Guard and other Mullet Guard, female <laughs> Mullet Guard, the Mullet Guard duo, decide that. They're angry and they're going to send Maria in for no reason because they're just being dicks for yeah, no reason yeah. at this being, point. Now they're yeah, now they're just abusing their power. And mm-hmm. even Gus said it. He was like, "This is police brutality at this point." I think, I think I get what they were going for though, because like, it's very easy to piss people off if you just decide that all cops are bad. Because all cops aren't bad. So yeah. I think they sufficiently made you dislike those cops enough mm-hmm. that. Them getting killed, you're like, <laughs> you're yeah, like, yeah, mofos. Yeah, time. <laughs> I mean, because they coerced people into being a chain gang and killed multiple people. So they yes. kind of deserved it. Plus, just having the mullet in the first place. Like, <laughs> mullets are death If they just weren't so cartoonishly bad guys, right? you know? They- yeah. <laughs> but the funny part is when, uh, when mullet, he shoots. Yeah, he was like, I can make this shot. Like, I don't Does this look shaky to you? <laughs> And he straight kills his partner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she had it coming. He doesn't, he doesn't even have a shot. Bang, just shoots her in the head, and yeah. then he gets his head blown off with a yeah, shotgun. because Angel does not miss in that one. No. He does not miss. I He's love, been waiting to make that shot. I love how they're just making fun of them. Does this look shaky to you? It's like, Pendejo looks like he's about to piss his pants. Yeah. <laughs> bitch ass mofo. We should have known like that laughing. was coming at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just ridiculous. So they... They, uh, they're like, okay, so we're literally five minutes into this tunnel and can't find our way back out, so let's find yeah. a different way out. I guess it's to avoid finding the cops again. Yeah. And they're trying to follow the map. They waste all of their bullets on one Strigoi just mm-hmm. chilling around. Yeah, just running back and forth. And luckily, Fett to the rescue shoots them, and then they're about to shoot each other, and they're like, wait a second, is that Fett? And Gus is like, go, man, three-letter name club! What up, bro? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey... Hey, how's it going? Yeah. What up, bro? I haven't seen you in a long time. Oh, yeah. I thought you were dead. He's like, hey, Gus. Together again. Gus, you've seen any black straw guy around here? Me neither. I ain't seen any of them. He's like, you seen any? Nah, man. No. We're going to keep looking. Stragoy lives matter. <laughs> so, so like, We're not going to make you stay, but I could really use the help. We're going to go down. We're going to take out the nest of thousands of them. Well, it's cool. He showed like a little, it was a little romance between him and Maria. You know, he was like, he was like hey, you know, Maria, Maria. Pr- protect her. We know. should open with Maria Maria, Maria Santana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
so that's when their storylines meet up. We'll continue with this once we get through Fett. Yes. All right. So before we talk to Fett or talk about Fett, I'd love to talk to Fett. <laughs> oh, you want to talk to Fett? He's going to send you a direct message. <laughs> oh, you don't like the rodent guy. Just because he kills rats, you don't like him anymore. So we see Fett's character and we see Feralda's character. Feralda, I don't know what they're doing with this character. I'm so confused. It's Yeah, she's a basket case right now. Well, it's just, okay, her arc was like this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, she's going, going, going. She gets attacked. She gets the worm in her. And then she's like, all right, arc moving forward, hard ass, yeah. back to badass bitch. Yeah, she's serious. Hell mode, we're taking down, we're getting the New York safe, right? Yeah. So she takes the news person stuff and she's like, no nonsense, I'm up in this hell. <laughs> no nonsense. And then it just seemed like it went like, ah, emotions, <laughs> just yeah. pushing her back back to where she was before where she's just freaking out about everything it's yeah. just she looks like she looks like in the killing where the mom like isn't sure where her daughter is it's like <laughs> that's kind of what it felt like <laughs> yeah the, all of the command center scenes were her kind of just being worried yeah. the whole time like where's Fett what's going on okay we can't hear tell me everything's okay and like and it's like nah man like you were just really cool last episode like you were just super cool you were like take charge you know shoot first ask questions later and now you're so worried and the I don't show, like it I think the show just can't have more than one strong female character featured at one time <laughs> it's like hey we brought Captain Rogers back let's make Feralta a total pussy again and then let's make Dutch depend on Ephraim for everything again okay cool oh, great alright cool so our female characters are Captain Check can't have too many strong females yeah. you know we got Maria she's doing it okay we can't let her go on that hole we can't introduce a Hispanic strong female character yeah. too, too much too much <laughs> too Strong. Audiences wouldn't like it. Wouldn't like it. They don't test well. <laughs> like, like, why can't everyone left in New York kind of be a badass at this yeah, point? Yeah, because you think yeah. by now, anyone who's left that isn't, um, that hasn't been fed on is pretty, at least pretty good at taking care of themselves. Well, because they dangle that carrot in front of you with Maria, where the first introduction like, you think I don't know how to fight? Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, damn, like, right. damn. Like, and you're thinking, okay, this girl's going to be a badass like Gus. Maybe mm-hmm. trio, Gus, Angel, and, mm-hmm. and... The kind of fighting she was talking about is, I'm going to take my earrings off, put some Vaseline on my face, <laughs> and I'm going to whip your ass, girl. That's the kind of fighting she was thinking was going to go down. <laughs> but then she gets in the tunnel, and she's just freaking out, and she doesn't do anything. And I'm just yeah. like, okay... So we had a really cool opportunity here that just kind of got wasted. Now I don't know if we'll even see her again. And even if we do, she's kind of useless because she needs to be protected. And yeah. I'm like, hopefully we'll see. You're sounding see. very much like a feminist right now. I like it. You know, I don't, <laughs> I'm not even trying to, I, I don't like to like put labels on things. I think it's just obvious. I feel like at this point in the show, you shouldn't have to dumb down certain other characters. Yeah. You should be able to have. Everybody should be pretty rough. Yeah. By now. Mm-hmm. By now, you should have Captain Rogers being a badass. Dutch should be a total badass yeah. after what happened with her and Ikorst. Yeah. If anything, Dutch should not have been able to watch, do what she did to Ikorst because she could have been afraid of him or something. Yeah. I would have gotten that, but she should be a badass in all other aspects yeah. for Hellbent on Revenge. Yeah. Uh, Maria, we're introduced to her in a way where she's contemptful of them for them making fun of her being a woman. She should have been a badass, and maybe she'd take out some Strigoi. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're just losing a lot of these opportunities for cool characters. Um... So, back to Feralda. So, yeah, Feralda, again, strong character that they just decided to, like, oh, she went too strong, let's pull her back. Yeah. Um, And she's working with Kowalski, who comes off a little sketch. 
Like Kowalski, like there's something going on. Yeah. I, I didn't pick up on that. It's, well, at times he just he just acts weird sometimes, and I don't know if that's the term I want to use, but it's, it's it just seems like he knows something he's not telling. Do you think he's on the payroll for Palmer? Ooh, mm. you know what? He could. I mean, we know Palmer's got to be getting information from inside of Ferrandez camp some way. Well, all of the Strigoi seem to know that they were sending down something to kill that nest with bombs. Also, yeah. all <sighs> of the Strigoi attacked. And successfully lured the police officers, all of them, out to be out at night. What if he's actually a Strigoi? I don't think that far, but I think mm. um, I think he could definitely he be, could be on, on the payroll. Because mm. that could that would be a that would be a nice introduction to the storyline. Because I mean, he's close enough to the power without being the power to where he could be kind of like um, overlooked. I guess you could say. You know, like so it's like, oh, it's definitely not Feralda, you know, because you know, we know it's not her. But the you know, the man next to her could easily be, you know, persuaded with money. Yeah, and it's I just guess kinda, that's not even useful anymore. It's Is just money so, even useful now? Well and let's let's we'll get to that because yeah. we have iCourse to talk about. She has a great speech at the end there. Um so yeah, it's just a weird thing. So Fett and them, Fett and Rogers go down with two other mm-hmm. guys, uh, Lee and, and uh, what was it, Riley? Lee and Riley. Oh, and yeah. we're like, oh, man, Lee and Riley, they're both dead. And then they go down there, and they're both dead. And <laughs> they meet up with uh, Gus and Angel, and then just Gus sticks with them. So the three of them decide to go down to the nest. They're going to blow up the silver in midair to fumigate, basically, the entire nest yeah. with silver. So what I'm wondering at this moment is... Was that, like, were we seeing the Strigoi on the top layer, and, like, literally it was, like, 50 more feet down of just piled up Strigoi? Mm. Was the nest just infinitely larger than we thought it was, or was that just one of many surrounding that area? Because so, it seems like it took them three hours to get to a place that big underground, so I can't imagine there being so many of them. So where yeah. were they all, if not underneath that first layer that you saw? Mm. It's a good point because they do seem to come from everywhere surrounding there, but they couldn't have been that far away. Right. So maybe they were all, you know, like sleeping on top of each other, like stacked up. Well, maybe they knew ahead of time. And so a lot of them came out ready for the attack once the. But then wouldn't they have run into more of them on the way there? Because then they would have been on their way out. Or Hmm. maybe other tunnels they didn't cover, I guess. I don't know. Because there's, we know there's more tunnels than the way that Fett came in, but it just seems like it just seems like they, there was so many, you know. Maybe they were, maybe they all were above ground beforehand. Maybe they all went in the buildings surrounding Central Park and just loaded the buildings up and just Mm -hmm. waited. Yeah, just waited, and that was just a trap to get all the police out. So from the beginning, the nest was just a trap. Yeah, and I feel like once they got to a certain hour, Fett should have pulled back. Because it was so late at night, it's like, we can't do anything. But I guess when you get that far, you have to pull the trigger. Well, they knew it was going to be late at night, but I think they were just trying to pull the trigger before that nest got out. True. So I think he knew it would be late at night when he signaled it, and they were just going to clean up the remnants that escaped through Central Park. But they they just just didn't know it was going to be that big. They didn't know it was going to be like 5,000, 10,000 Stagoy. But, I mean, what's the population of New York? Like 3 million? Like... I don't know. Eight, like, million. Like eight, eight million. Eight million? Nine million, something yeah, like that. So yeah, so you take just that area, you're alone getting two million people. Out of that, maybe, let's say, half escape, you got a million people left. 10,000 Stagoy is 
one is like less than a percent. Yeah, so it's easy to assume that there could be 10,000, maybe even 20,000 Stragoi. It's easy to assume there could be 500,000 Stragoi hidden throughout the whole city. Sure. So, like, nuke the city at this point, because, like, what are you going to do? Which is what I think that the government is probably going to do. Mm. But who knows? Because the government also has problems in D.C., Atlanta, and I think Houston that they said. Exactly. So, guys, before we move forward, because we're going to totally talk about i and we're going <laughs> to totally talk about kind of a little bit of Dutch and Ephraim on what their plan has been today, uh, we do these shows all for free, and we don't make you pay for them at all. So, you know what? You can help us do by supporting our sponsors, and one of our great sponsors is actually a book right now. And Ooh. if you're a big fan of The Strain, you should read The Strain books. Mm-hmm. because they were originally books before they were made into TV shows, so books can be the basis for TV. And we have Ooh. a great new book that you can check out called Crooked Kingdom. Imagine you just pulled off the heist of the century, you stormed the kingdom, you stole the magic, and now there will be hell to pay. Crooked Kingdom picks up where six of crows left off. Kaz Brecker and his raging band of thieves are heading out in the city of Ketterdam, surrounded by the gathering forces of magic power and all-out war. Their only hope to survive... It's to con their way out, which is pretty cool. I think Harry Potter meets Game of Thrones. It's uh, That's what they're saying in the Los Angeles Times with a caper twist, like with a stealing oh, okay, stuff. So okay. that's pretty sick. It's like a heist, a heist kind of vibe. I like yeah, that. Yeah, but like taking like uh, a heist place, like imagine like Ocean's Eleven with magic and sorcerers Ooh, and stuff. Yeah. Like that's pretty That'd sick. Be cool. So uh, Publishers Weekly gave Six of Crows a starred review. This is all the right elements to keep readers enthralled. A cunning leader with a plan for every occasion. Nine impossible odds. An entertainingly combative team of skilled misfits. Twisty plot and a nerve-wracking cliffhanger. Six of Crows was the number one New York Times bestseller, USA Today bestseller, and New York Times notable book, book of the year. Readers are hooked and dying for more. Now the wait is over. The con is on. The entire kingdom is up for grabs and cooked kingdom by Lee Bardugo. Learn more about Crooked Kingdom and all the Grisha novels at LeeBardugo.com. That's L-E-I-G-H-B-A-R-D-U-G-O.com. Head there, check them out, uh, mm. support our sponsors because they support us, and without them doing that, we would not be able to talk about The Strain every week. Uh, also, I'll give a shout-out to all our fans. We got Lelk hitting the chat. What up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got J.A. commenting on my glasses. Uh, <laughs> Renji90998. Give me shelter. Adam Fink. Uh, Selwonk. Adam Fink is always in the house, too. Dude, What's up, he Adam? He's a big fan of Strain. Uh, Gimme Shelter says, hey, and we say, hey. Guys, please, <laughs> we got 19 people watching live right now. Hit that thumbs up. If you'd like to be one of those 19 people watching live next week <laughs> or more, you can go to youtube.com slash AfterBuzzTV and check out the live stream taping Sundays at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Right? No, 12 a.m. Eastern Time, three hours forward, not three hours yeah. backward. Uh, and watch live. Comment with us live. It's yeah. pretty fun. And then make sure you comment after the video has finished streaming so your comment is saved and we can reply to it. Otherwise, the live chat comments don't really stick around, unfortunately. Okay, let's talk about iCourse's little thing. Uh, of course, Fett finds the underground uh, pet lair for Steve <laughs> from Blue's Clues and uh, whatever Zach's going to name her. What do you think Zach's going to name her? Mm. Hmm. Good question. Spot. <laughs> Spots? Spot. Oh, I was thinking too <laughs> blindy. Hmm. Blassy? Hmm. Maybe maybe a real name. Maybe maybe like Oh my know, god, like if he names her Nora. Oh that would be cold. That would be cold. That I don't, I don't think the writer, the writers wouldn't do that. That would that would that would be that would be wrong. Uh, they could uh, maybe. Like in memory of. You should call her Michonne. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty cool. Okay. Helen Keller. 
She's so. Oh, I know you did it. I didn't you say anything. Went there. I didn't say. I did not say. I did not say Helen Keller just now. That is not what I said. Um, oh, okay, so Icorus decides to storm the castle and see Ephraim. And we have actually a great message here. I really liked this monologue that Icarus gives him. He's like, you are a scientist. You are a man of medicine. You know that the, the, the world is not owned by humanity. There's not some predestined thing that humanity is always going to be at the top. Eventually, humanity is going to fall. We're going to end up killing all each other, and something else will rise. So he's just saying that basically the Master and the Strigoi are that next thing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing saying that humanity has a right to the planet. So True. they can fight back all they want, but at one point something's going to give, and which side do you want to be on? So he okay, just wants okay. Ephraim to surrender at this point. They're really just trying to manipulate Ephraim through his son and wife, because yeah. he could have just said, Zach's safe with us, but he says, no, your wife and son are mm-hmm. safe with us. So that happens, Ephraim shoots, I, of course, does his weird blurry, blurry thing, and <laughs> then is like, yo, what up, mofos? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and she she deserved that that sweet revenge that she got. Or right. At least if it, even if it was just a hand. Yeah. You know, Dutch deserved that sweet revenge. Like, yeah, I got. At least she got a piece of it. You know, uh, you know, she didn't get to stab him in the heart or like slice him in half, but at least she got a piece of him. Yeah. You know? Right. So he she slashes his hand off, and then he like with a quickness, turns around and just uppercuts her yeah. right in the chin. And I'm like, wow, I'm glad he used his real hand and not the stump because yeah. that just, like, put worms right on Yeah, it. True. Good point. Yeah, so that was pretty satisfying, getting his hand cut off. Yeah, it was something that we didn't expect, too. So the writers are starting to give us a couple twists and turns that we're not, you know, that we're not seeing coming a mile away. Is it, are we going to get, like, a Deadpool scene with, uh, with Icarus, like, I have a little hand. It's so tiny. <laughs> well, uh, I don't think they regenerate their limbs because uh, you had Satrakian um, cut the the guy back in the day apart. Um, talking about you know you heal mm. fast, but you guys don't regenerate yeah. limbs. You're right. So you put them in the yeah. you put them in, in like the the cooler or whatever. Oh yeah, the chest with <laughs> the cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put them in the cooler with a couple of cores light and Nazis in my chest. Nazis, Nazis in my chest. Uh, Better late than never. Oh, but may I mention, I like uh, on the personal level how they're showing Dutch's vulnerability when it comes to Fett. Like Mm -hmm. her getting jealous over his partner. so jelly. That was a a funny scene, though. She's (laughs) going to jelly school for sure. (laughs) Like, he was like, I think she could beat you in a fight. It was so awkward. He's like, oh, you want to come with me? We're going to get some stuff from my house. I'm like... (laughs) Is he, like, propositioning her right now before they go out on the I mission? Know, right? like, is he, like, trying to get a quick one in before they go down and <laughs> take hey, out the nest? He might throw her that line, like, we could die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is, Gary, if you could promise me right now that you will never die, I'll okay. have sex with you right now. I will right never now. die. I will never die. <laughs> Oh, One of the man. best scenes in Team America, guys, if you uh, haven't seen that movie. Oh, my that God. That movie is stupid, but in such a good way. <laughs> love you guys. are geeking out. You guys are totally geeking out. I love it. I will <laughs> never <laughs> die. It's like, I just, I just don't want to be alone tonight, you know? <laughs> you know, I've been catching rats so long. I never had someone who could catch my heart. <laughs> but oh, it's like, man. it's like, did he need to bring her with him? No, but he knew Dutch was there, and oh, he, yeah. he wanted he to, show, yeah. he wanted to show off his side piece and oh, be like, yeah. "Oh, hey Dutch, I got a new <laughs> model. She's strong. She doesn't need no pineapple for no stragoy." <laughs> 
Yeah, because he did trot her in there. That's like, some you know. savage stuff right there. <laughs> he was like, he was like, hey, by the way, Captain Rogers, <laughs> she's a captain. I like what you're doing in my house. <laughs> it's my house. Why wouldn't he be jealous though? Because she and Ephraim are like kind of getting a little close to me. You know, he, he ain't worried about that. He got he got more game than Ephraim. Yeah. I mean, he's the bald head of the CDC, but Fat Fat has like I feel if F and Fat walk into a club, Fat is he's good. Yeah, it's well, like I'm not, F's gonna have to yeah. work a little bit. Nothing against Corey Stoll at all, but between Kevin Durant and Corey Stoll, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kevin has a hand up in it's a little Well, bit. it depends on what you're attracted to. If you're attracted to more of the intellectual type, then, you know, Corey Well, I just Stahl. mean in this case, like I don't think I don't think <laughs> Fett's afraid at all because like he's he knows that he's got a temper and he knows that Ephraim's an alcoholic and he's like <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I'm not worried this. about this dude. Yeah, he's he's like, got whiskey dick from here to like next year. <laughs> See, this one, ladies, chime in. Let us know. Let us know your thoughts in the comments or in the chat. Let us know if if both of them approached you. You know, of course, not post apocalypse, just regular. You know, who would you prefer, Corey or you know uh, well, Kevin? We, we know who I would prefer. Corey? <laughs> we know who I'd prefer. Hey, Stacy. <laughs> we gotta go pick up some stuff from my house. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to my house. He's very pushy. You gotta come with me to my house. And then when he walked up, he was like, Captain Rogers. He's like, yeah. It's Captain Rogers. No, not that Captain Rogers. Not Captain America. Once <laughs> he said Captain Rogers, I was like, what? I was like, maybe she just got a, a shield. Um... All right, moving on to Ephraim and Dutch. Oh, yeah. Their awkward sexual chemistry forever ever showered by their signals that we're reading through a ball of bugs. <laughs> yes. And wormy goodness in Wormy your goodness. Brain. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's called a medulla oblongata. We all have one. <laughs> but I mean, so it makes crocodiles smile. <laughs> really? What? Uh, <laughs> Waterboy reference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I didn't even like that movie. They're just working. Captain Insano doesn't agree. So they're going. They're trying to figure out this whole signal thing, and they're picking up lots of signals, and they're not expecting that. And it's like, <laughs> and they're like, whoa. And it's, the funny thing is that uh, you have F trying to like be all cool and like. Uh, Captain's log. We have signals coming from. That's just like, look, we have signals. We have no idea what they mean. You know <laughs> what? Like, Maybe the signals were them communicating to each other before the bomb went off. That hey, these people are like coming out here to kill us. Let's make sure you know we have a strategy to. Overpower them. Maybe it was like the trap is set kind of thing. Like, hey, yeah. look, you know, be ready to kill all the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I think that the reason they weren't expecting it is because they were getting a much louder signal, and that was their clue that there were many more than they thought there were. Yeah. And I think it's kind of, to me, the main thing that's like, oh, this is a trap, is because it's nighttime and all the Strigoi were still sleeping in that cave. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's a good point. They were nestled slo- softly in their beds. It's like know. little, like, snot bubbles, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a creature of the night, but I'll sleep in. The creatures of the night, <laughs> of the night, oh yeah. <laughs> Throwback to season two oh, after show. <laughs> it's funny because I've seen all these episodes and now I'm here to like do callbacks. <laughs> like, bank holiday, bank holiday. Oh. Um, I think 
Again, though, we get a nice overhead shot of all the Strigoi in their nest thing. Not a single black one inside. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, I, wonder I don't if know if I should be happy about that or like upset. <laughs> should be offended. <laughs> like, I should be offended or I should be like, yes, we got out. <laughs> you know, that's, I'm sure some, some black actors would like that job. <laughs> or like this job. job yeah. <laughs> like that's that's we, the that's the job. We just like yeah, <laughs> we know how to be creepy crawly too. We can be creepy crawly. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go into predictions. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess ladies first. Okay. So I think that. <laughs> Okay, um, I, I haven't really thought about Um, I think we're going to see Dutch and the other chick <laughs> get wow. into a fist fight. Dutch and Rogers? <laughs> yes. Captain Rogers! Captain Rogers, I, I got gonna, it! <laughs> I think they're going to, like, throw down over fit. Hmm. It's like, that was his Ron Burgundy moment, like, moment, like, me and Captain Rogers are having sex. <laughs> Just gonna shout her name out in front of all these cops. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're gonna. I think we will definitely get a scene with Rogers and Dutch having to work together. It's yeah, it's gonna be a, a, a tense conversation at least. Yeah, <laughs> at the very least. I think it'll be funny because Captain Rogers doesn't really love Fett. I think she's just she slept with him, and yeah. it's like just kind of like a, a flesh He's thing. Okay, yeah, man. like I don't think she like personality wise is like in love with him. I think Dutch has more of an emotional connection with Fett. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be interesting for Captain Rogers to be like in that situation where Dutch keeps saying things like snide remarks, and she just has to break down. It's like, look, I slept with him once. I don't know what the hell you want from me. <laughs> Let's just get through this right now because you can have uh. him. I don't care. Let's just live <laughs> for the love of God. Put down that pineapple, Dutch. Let's just get through this. Oh, uh, man. Uh, I think next episode, at least I hope, since there's been such a large push, and now it seems that they've definitely screwed, Shigoya has definitely have it under control, I hope to see Icorse make a more public um, appearance. Kind of like, you know, kind of like, hey, or maybe to even Feralda, uh, being like, hey, you know, I run the Shigoya, I am the voice of the Shigoya. You are surrounded. There is nothing you can Twitter do. Twitter profile, we- voice of Stragoy. <laughs> <laughs> voice of Distress. Hashtag executive producer of Stragoy Industries. <laughs> but, I mean, kind of like making a public appearance, like, you know, you you have lost now. We are in control, kind of like more, oh, of, like a, more, a, more of a public push to kind of like more out in the open. I more guess. of a society. So coming out yeah. as a society as opposed to just these bloodless things. Yeah. Like I cursed actually being like, hey. I'm a Strigoi. What you going to do? <laughs> I'm a marginalized class right now. You can't talk back to me. But let's say the Strigoi do take over. Like, what are their plans for Manhattan? Like, like Oh, you mean like building, development? Like, you know, yeah. Like, 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 humans hanging from hooks, harvesting their blood. And then just, probably I don't know, kicking it? Napping, I mean, I mean are the Strigoi going to, like, get jobs and stuff? Are they gonna, what are they I mean, do? we saw three employed Strigoi's last episode. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... But I, I think I think that's what we're going to see more of a kind of like a public uh, face, even if it's the um, the guy that watched uh, Eldridge almost die and was like whatever. Mm. Like, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. guy was just like, mm. oh yeah, the Egyptian dude. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, he fell over. Old guy on the ground. <laughs> Look at the old guy on the ground. 
<laughs> they call him Eldritch Palmer. Maybe they should call him Eldritch Fall Over. Ah! <laughs> That's the end of our show, guys. We'll see you guys next week for another The Strain After Show where we talk about Season 3, Episode 7. Again, we have, I think, seven more episodes and then next season left in this series. Yeah, because it's 13, right? I think it's 13. Uh, in the meanwhile, you can catch us on Twitter and follow us and follow what we're doing. Tweet at us with your opinions on the show and comment on YouTube and comment on iTunes. Where can they follow you guys? They can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Stacy Newsom. You listening, Kevin Durant? <laughs> uh, go ahead. You can find me at One Youngster, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. You All listening, right. Kevin Durant? <laughs> hey, do you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Are we going to see more lore next episode? We'll see. Tune in. See you then. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Can, Can we, we please cool, cool it with, with the, the pet, pet children? children? The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 